Hey, welcome to LDS Transitions. So, this is a quick thought. Um, been having a little bit of those. And one of the conversations I had with my stake president, um, he brought up the fact that he's like, well, you'd make a great leader or a great bishop. I forget his exact verbiage. And... Um, and there's couple points to that something I haven't talked about is that in this grandiose um, scheme of the narrative that I grew up in I grew up with believing that I was reserved for this time I had someone talk to me about um, a neighbor once commenting about you know one day I'd be a general authority or something to that effect and um, you know, he he meant well. He wasn't, he was the kindest man type thing. Um, he wasn't a, um, he, he said it out of sincerity. Um, he wasn't right-winged or left-wing type thing, just a humble guy. Um, and my... You know, and that kind of feeds you. You know, I was in the presidencies growing up. Uh, as far as uh, in young men's and stuff, and I felt like, you know, I was just bound for greatness as far as spiritually. And my patriarchal blessing refers to that. And you know, it talks about me having a sure knowledge and and stuff like that. And it's it really builds you up. And so at one point, you know, I was very much thinking, one day I'll be bishop, you know. And I thought, hey, moving out of Utah might give me an opportunity to be bishop, you know, um, type thing. And, and I once told my wife after a year or so of being out, um out of Utah, you know, I said, hey, you know, I really feel like this is where I'm kind of meant to be bishop. <laughs> and um, is an impression from what I thought, you know. And so I was really thinking of, hey, I need to make sure that my, you know, I'm pure, I'm, I'm remaining strong, I don't let Satan, you know, tempt me and take me off the path that God has for me and stuff. So there is some egocentric stuff that's going on internal. Now, would I have verbalized that to anybody else? No. You know, the mantra is, hey, I don't want to be bishop. No, I don't want to be bishop. Uh, you know, you, you can't pay me enough, right? Uh, the, the joke being that they don't pay, right? So it's, it's one of those things that at least I personally felt it. I don't know if if others had those thoughts of, hey, I'm gonna be bishop one day. And then when I was then when I went um well sorry, one of the reasons why we we were looking at sorry, back up. We were looking at houses to move to because we moved around a little bit. And, you know, part of that consideration is, well hey you felt like in this area you're going to be bishop, you know? Should we consider, you know, 
moving back into that ward. And so it just funny little things like that. And um, I think it's very dangerous because you get this person that feels like they're meant to be bishop. They're the, probably the last person you want to be bishop um, because they feel like, hey, you know, God wants them and what their ideals or thoughts are on how awards should run are very much going to be cloudy to to maybe what is best per se or what God would have you do, right? Um, it's hard to say, right? It's like what but <laughs> I'm so glad I wasn't a bishop. So glad. Uh, you know, sure, that's a whole nother subject as far as being a bishop and and what that's like and I know I haven't been there but I've served with the bishop and he did a fantastic job very caring wonderful man I think he was well loved um, I don't I don't know that he really made anyone real angry he may have um, I wasn't ever really on that side of the table from him um, so I never really experienced anything that what was concerning to me if if you will type thing so um, so what would I do if I was bishop you know <laughs> so you know I'd play I'd play these these ideas out in my head you know not not at any length not any dwelling on it but um, but when there was something happening, you know, sure, I would, I would say, well, what would I have done if I was bishop, you know, what would the Lord have had me do, or something to that effect, um, I don't mean to be lighthearted about it, but I think it's interesting to, to know that that mindset's out there, I had it. And I think others had it. And some people, it goes to their head really fast. There's some people that I would dread if they are bishop again. Or other people that haven't been bishop um, that become bishop. Uh, my ideal bishop is someone that's just super humble. Doesn't look towards judgment. Isn't very finite and just really takes things case by case and really just seeks the will and, and idea of the Lord and not put a narrative into the other people's mind but allows symbolism and allows you know people regardless of where they are to be able to worship freely and safely uh, so but if you know, my idea of being bishop, there was early days where I'd be like, you know, if I was bishop, I know I would just change this ward around. <laughs> you know, that was years ago. Um, but as I served with the bishop as the counselor, 
I realized how much more it's about stepping back and letting people thrive in whatever place they are in, if that makes sense. Uh, So um, my hat's off to any pastors, any bishops out there that are truly seeking God's will, that is truly humble, that is truly just trying to help people where they're at, trying not to be judgmental, trying to uh, just, you know, help people come to God. Um, And uh, I think that's, I think that's really what it's about and what it should be about. Um, But uh, that, that's my thoughts on being a bishop. That's my thoughts on aspirations of being a bishop. They're out there. People aspire to it. I did. It's not something that would be known because I wasn't boasting or I wasn't talking about it. But I did. I thought in my heart, yeah, if I was bishop, I felt like God was, you know, having me be bishop. My stake president talks to me about being a bishop. and It's just like, awesome, you know? It's like, of course I'd make a great leader, right? But you don't pay me enough. Um, <laughs> but there's, you know, there's this ego part of it. And there's this self-righteousness to it, this perfectionistic self-righteousness to it that's dangerous. These are people's lives on the line. These are people's salvations on the line, you know, and... Um, the more I see them strain to focus on covenants, the more I see them strain to, hey, we just need to fast. You know, we just need to, everything will be better. We just need to improve our faith. And I feel like so many are set up for disappointment and heartache. And, um, it's not bad to have faith. It's not bad to have a belief in God. I think when you set expectations and when you strive for something and then you you realize things don't add up or, you know, oh, it was answered in a different way, it's just not time, you know, type thing. It's like, oh, I just wasn't worthy. Your mind goes to these alternatives and it's like, you know, it'd be so much more healthier if you rolled with an idea of... I don't know what God's going to give me. I'm going to hope for the best. I'm going to take what comes. What did Gordon B. Hinckley said? He said, um, hope for the best. Expect the worst. You know, or prepare for the worst and take what comes. Those aren't his direct words, but something very similar. And it's like, I miss Hinckley. <laughs> I, I thrive so much better in the church with Hinckley. Um, this literalistic, um, viewpoints are just, they're not all-inclusive. They're not the warm embrace of a Heavenly Father encircling His arms about you. It's, it's, hey, I'm not measuring up and, and stuff. And, anywho, I don't measure up, so any faithful believing, just know that it's all my fault. <laughs> It's all my fault. I just lost the spirit.
But anyway, those are my two cents. Be safe, be kind. Remember, it's okay not to be Bishop. You don't want to be. (laughs) All right. Have a great day.